All right, guys, Derek Soto. I wanted to talk to you about uh, conversion rate optimization, or CRO for short. And um, what that just means is maximizing your site for conversions of set criteria that you want. The best way that I recommend to do is a lot of people, um, all they're thinking about is how many, uh, when, they, when you say conversions, all they think about is sales. You know, and um, if you think that way, it's really going to limit how many sales you actually get. You have to think about the roadmap um, of how your person gets from your, you know, right when they get to your site and the baby steps that they need to take to get to the actual conversion, the desired conversion that you want. But you need to have a number of desired conversions that have to take place or baby steps, you know, in this case, um, which is basically just a series of conversions that lead to a sale, which is the ultimate conversion, if you will. And it doesn't stop there. After they're a customer, you have your value ladder, so they're going to climb and there's more um, conversion, op you know, uh, rate optimization, things you can do. Um you have to kind of think differently with this. You know, someone opting in, that is CRO, you know, conversion rate optimization. That's, um, a, a lot of people don't think this way. They've never heard the term and they are kind of confused by it all. But to break it down very simply, it's just walking a person, taking their hand, taking them by the hand like a kid in a candy store and walking them through your store to a sale. And you have to make your site as user-friendly as humanly possible and as simple as humanly possible so that the only option they can do is the next baby step, the next conversion towards the sale. And here's a really cool little CRO strategy that I'd like to share with you guys today, which is like a product demo, which is essentially when someone gets to your order form, for example, or your opt-in form, you could go to um, plenty of sites that have like five or other places that have programmers that will be able to do cool little things for you that are going to give you these little conversion lifts. You don't just do conversion lifts for, you know, um, you know, your order form, which we will talk about in a second, but you do conversion lifts for every single one of these little steps along the way towards that conversion. Okay. Um, because they'll never reach that if they don't watch a certain video, if they don't you know, your sales message, if they don't watch that or listen to it or however, or read it or however you're presenting it, if they don't, uh, you know, achieve that, if you, you can't convert getting someone to read your, um, your sales letter, you know, or watch your video and they exit your video, you need to know about these things. So you got to look at some tools you can use. Okay, and I would look up some tools. Um, I don't know them off the top of mind right now. But, you know, and that's way more uh, out of 
the scope of a, a short um, episode for my podcast, which I tried to keep at least 20 minutes or less. But what I'm, what, so your homework is to look up tools for CRO, CRO tools, okay? Just look up CRO tools and you'll be able to find a number of cool things. But the thing is, is there's three ways to make money. You can, in your, in your site, you can acquire a customer, which is by far the most expensive and hardest thing to do imaginable. And it's just going to keep getting hard. The second thing is to sell your customer more things. And the third way is to sell them more expensive things. Okay. And so where I try to spend my time when I was selling, uh, um, stuff in a different niche. I won't name the niche here, but um, when I was selling stuff in a different niche, I had trickles of traffic. And so I had to learn, because I, I, I wasn't good at driving traffic, so I had to learn how to convert the traffic that I had. So I focused on the latter too. How do I sell more things to my existing customers and prospects and how do I sell more expensive things you know and I kind of took those two and said well how do I sell more expensive things more often right and so that would you know that led into things like renewals of high ticket sales and stuff like that for my done with you service that I was doing okay so at the end of the day um and keep in mind too that there's different services. You have products, which is something that it's information that you sell that people can use to go off and do it, implement it, and they're by themselves and it's up to them. Then there is done with you, which is a service that you provide where you will work with them on something, give them some guidance, some homework, they go and do it, come back, give them some guidance, do it, you know, kind of done with you. And then there's a done for you, which is like, hey, make me a web page. You know, I've done that too, you know. Um, <clears throat> and here's a cool little side trick. Uh, when you're working uh, with, with people, you know, especially I did phone sales, which opens up a lot of doors for a lot of things. But you can do cross sales that have nothing to do with your niche. Now, I know this should be a whole other topic um, for, but, you know, but essentially, like, it it can be related, uh, and sometimes it's not. In this case, it wasn't. I had a guy that was a customer. This niche had nothing to do with making a website, but the guy needed a website. I was talking, as I was talking, you get to know your customers. And so uh, he needed a website. I was like, I can make you a website. And so we struck a deal. He paid me. You always get paid up front. I preach that. And unless it's a different... Depending on the uh, stru- how you structure your offer, but as much as possible, structure your offer where you get paid up front um, so that you don't have to do two jobs, which is being a debt collector and a marketer, okay? And I would explain that to customers if they ask me why I wouldn't do the job first and they could pay me after. It's like, because I'm, I'm a marketer, not a debt collector, I don't want to have to chase you down for money. People owe you money. They they disappear like they, they're in the witness protection program. So they pay you up front or, or sorry, we can't do it. And you have to learn how to say no. 
Okay, so back to the topic at hand. So, so using a good customer uh, rate optimization strategy here, a little CRO action on your opt-in form, you could actually have an actual hire program, have an actual uh, animation of the opt-in form being filled out. It, it Like they can sit there and watch that happen. It's something that people don't usually see. Again, when someone goes to your site and they see something cool that's unique and different, um, it's 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 exciting, and that's definitely gonna increase your stickiness of your site. Which again, we'll 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 talk about that later. How to make your site more sticky? But this is definitely one of those ways of having novel, cool things. Novel just means new. It it's just cool little things that are unique that people have never seen before, and they're not gonna click away right away because it's it, it's curiosity. It's like oh my gosh, like what what's ha- how does that how are they doing that? It's cool, right? And so, you know, you know, you, if you have a little animation of someone filling out the opt-in form, then what you can do is you can actually have someone fill out the good old opt optimization or not optimization, the opt-in form. And when you can use a tool called Clearbit Form Enrichment, I think it's what it's called. I think that's the name of the tool, Clearbit Form Enrichment. And uh, here's a little description. It connects you to your um, well, in this case, Market 2 or HubSpot forms. I'm not sure if it connects to other things, but it only asks you for the users, of, uh, users for their email. Once someone fills in their email, it scours Clearbit to see if it can answer the other form field questions, only showing the prospect the form fields they don't already have data for. This reduces the number of form fields your prospect has to deal with and increases conversion the beautiful thing about this is that it'll actually dig and be able to get other information that they've already filled up before in the past which is pretty cool um so i'd check out that tool um clear bit form enrichment and see if it connects with what you're using but either way um the point is then when someone goes to your order form for example and they should there's a little animation that just shows it being filled out you know, it's and it's showing them how to do it. It's kind of like a product demo in a way, okay? If you're not selling an actual little product, right? It's information. Uh, there's different ways to do this, like having your book being flipped through as an animation or, you know, an animation of someone going through your, your um, training page with the different topics and stuff like that. A little walkthrough, a look through, you know? And so, but kind of doing this thing, you can get um, conversion lists from this. And so what happens is that um, all these things stacked together, okay, all these little um, optimization things stacked on top of each other, um, they compound into increased uh, conversions, Um with your end conversion which is your sale okay and so but you have to focus on how do i can how do i maximize my conversion for opt-ins how do i maximize my conversion for for people watching my sales or and and consuming the free content and i gotta say um sending them an ebook they're not going to download it uh the rates are really low for you know hey give me your email i'll send you an ebook 
that's so yesterday. Um, we're not going to talk about yesterday most of the time here on this podcast. We're talking about cool stuff that's fun because I love this stuff. And we're just going to kind of be future forward as much as we can. Unless some of the old school stuff is still killer and works, then we'll talk about it. But right now, like, um, you, Evan Pagan had this right. Uh, he had a bridge page. So he had an opt-in form saying, hey, a kiss test. To show you if a girl wants to be kissed or not. And then on the next page, he would deliver that content immediately. Okay? That guaranteed that people consume the content. And like, wow, this guy could create value on the next page was the sales video, a sales letter, rather, okay? It's, I don't understand why most people don't do this, because that worked incredibly well. I mean, obviously, he's very, Evan Payne is very successful. And so, I mean, why? Why Why aren't people doing more bridge page, you know, delivery on their opt-in bribe, you know? It's an ethical bribe for their email address. Deliver it immediately without them having to go and do other steps and, you know, go check their email and then come back to your site. Like, forget all that. Like, just deliver it immediately. It's part of the process. It's natural. They're already there. You strike while the iron's hot. People, attention spans are non-existent. And so, you know, have that happen. Use bridge pages for your content, your, 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 um, your opt-in delivery. Okay, whatever that bribe is, especially for information marketing specifically, it's one of the easiest things to do. And then link from there to your your uh, your sales message or video, whatever it is. Um, and so, and you can have little animated buttons and all kinds of cool little things that just little don't make things obnoxious. Okay, you gotta. Have little, if you have button animations, don't make them crazy, but have them like subtle or a little gloss that goes over a button or a little like, you know, moving arrow that's like, hey, click me, click here. Or a little thing that says click here and it might spell it out, you know, it's just something cool, like in a writing font, for example, like click here, you know, um, you know, and stuff like that. It's just something that people haven't seen before piques that curiosity, and they're gonna be like, "Huh, I don't want to. I don't want to leave this page. I'm seeing cool little things." Okay, so it's like leaving a trail of cool stuff. And this is the beautiful world of, um, you know, conversion rate optimization. People don't don't understand. They think it's not sexy. It's extremely sexy. It's one of the most sexiest things about marketing because you can do this cool little stuff that nobody thinks about. But if you start thinking about conversion rate optimization, then you start to think about this cool stuff, and it really sets you apart from your your audience. Uh, not your audience. It sets you apart from your competitors, and um, it's just really cool. You know, and obviously A-B split test all this stuff, but at the end of the day, it's really cool to do these things. And, you know, having that order form, uh, and I got this idea from Neil Patel, but using this order form animation kind of thing where it shows the order form being filled out, you know, yada, yada. And I'm like, here's what you do, you know, here's, here's what I want you to do next. You know, you show them by actually having a little animation that that does it, you know. And so that's... That is, um, you know, a very, very scratching the surface on conversion rate optimization. But you can come up with amazing things that helps you to focus, not so much on 
customer acquisition, which is great and you should do, obviously. Um, but a lot of people don't spend nearly enough time on increasing the number of sales that you do for a customer and increasing the high ticket um, or increasing the amount that you sell a product for. And I would even dare to say increasing the number of high ticket. And here's how you do that very simply. A continuity program that's high ticket. Okay. Nothing beats this. Okay. For this will help you in every part of your journey. If you master high ticket month, you know, monthly recurring billing, something that they need, it fills a hole, they need it. And it's not something that they're just, you have to like do a million bribes and all this other stuff to try it or whatever. Um, and you're going to have to do, um, you know, it, your product really has to help and, and there has to be, uh, has to be something that truly gives value every single month and builds on it or whatever it is. Um, whether it's a done with you kind of service where you're helping someone with their CRO, you know, for example, and making it sexy for them, you know, customer rate optimization, this is an ongoing process. And so this is something of value. If you can show them, get them the quick win, by the way, this is how you make these high ticket, um, continuity offers. Okay. Which is the best thing, you know, if you're $5,000 a month kind of deal, um, you're not going to have a problem in your business. Okay. So that's really the best kind of sale in my opinion for inter information marketing is doing high ticket continuity. Okay. Um, because you're, you're just not going to need to worry so much about the other two steps, which is selling them five eBooks, you know, 10 eBooks or eBook every month or whatever, or $197 programs and stuff like that. You know, it, um, or, or like acquiring, um, you know, going, battling with Facebook and Google, um, and trying to like razor thin margin, you know, with $5 tripwires and all this garbage for a, um, you know, to, to buy and acquire traffic on Facebook and Google and all this other stuff. But rather if you have high ticket continuity, right? where you're making like two to $5,000 per month per customer, it's just going to make your life a whole much easier. You could be way more picky in who your customer will be. So you can have the customers that are a joy to work with. So you enjoy your business. And when you enjoy your business, you'll be able to deliver higher value. Okay. So this scratches the service and customer rate optimization. Good old CRO. All right. We'll talk soon. God bless.